Can everybody please hit your freaking red button? I hit mine. Recording. Fire. Hey, Mike. Thank you. Hey, hey. I have spoken. As a matter of fact, I have spoken about Cape Chronicles episode number 40, Ghost Rider from 2007. We're recording this a little bit later than normal on December the 1st, 2019. This is the way. I am Mike. That is Carrie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. That is Andrea. How are you? I am phenomenal. I am very happy. Christmas is almost Spell here. phenomenal. Spell phenomenal. Do it. Phenomenal? Do it. All right. It's P. Without Googling. Huh? No Without Googling. I'm not Googling. P-A-P-N-O-M. <laughs> E yeah, she's looking down at her phone. I am writing it with a ruler because <laughs> I can't think of it. Jeez, haters gonna hate, man. Drinking haters gonna hate. Drinking that haterade. Fred, how's oh, it going? Dear. Oh, it's going good. I'm happy. I'm excited. It is what December first. I opened the first of 24 uh, Lego Star Wars Advent builds. It's pretty cool. So the first one was the first order Star Destroyer. Nice. Spoiler alert. Hey guys. Yeah. Yes. What's the sound of party? What? What? Oh my <laughs> goodness. <Shotgun>. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew just opened up. And <laughs> wow. No, it's not alcohol. It is diet pop. Oh, oh my gosh, do we ever tell them the story about the shotgun? No, but (laughs) (laughs) that's for a bonus episode. That's right. Just because we are on the random chatter network does not mean all our chatter must be random every time (laughs) we meet. Oh, that was nice, Mike. (laughs) But if you want some random talk, you can go to randomchatter.com slash community and learn to join our Discord channel to talk all about this movie and other things in our Discord lobby. And uh, you could also become a member of the Random Chatter family by donating uh, just a dollar a month to Patreon, so make sure you do that. You can also find us at Random Chatter. You can find me at the DC Fanboy. That's at the DC underscore Fanboy. Uh, roulette here. Fred, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Kenobi. That's F-R-E-D-D-Y-W-O-N Kenobi. Or better yet, you can find me in our Discord. That's right. And next one up, one, two, three, Carrie. You can Where find can me at Carrie Blackfire42. That's K E R I Blackfire42. Or and in our Discord last, ja- but, channel. That's right. And last but certainly, well, it may be the least, Andrea. Whoa! <laughs> I am not the least. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at CatsBears. That's K E T Z B E A R Z. That's right. All right. So make sure you guys check that out. Go to our website, randomchat.com. The movie draft has been updated. I'm still winning the the, the, the um, main draft, just so everybody knows. In well, case... that's going to be fixed in, uh, what, three weeks yesterday? No, mm. two days ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Lou, you know, Lou was catching up to me, but then Lou decided he didn't want to put any money into the Frozen 2 pool. So he could be almost neck and neck with me, but he didn't put any money into the Frozen Two pool, and that gave me a boost. I think I'm like 464 million now, over 464 million. 
But wow. Fred, with Star Wars coming up, well, come on. I, Star Wars, I got a big, big chunk of that one. I'm no longer, I la- I'm no longer in last place. So that's true. Me? Yeah, you're in last place. Sorry, Fred. Oh, oh, Carrie is on the board, folks. Carrie is on the board. <laughs> I'm going to do a force jump in a little bit here. A couple weeks. I don't. I don't think anybody though expected like, um, Joker to do what it did. No, Joker did phenomenal. I'm really, really happy for uh, that franchise for DC in general. It, they did really well. Phenomenal. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Now, well done, movie. You put what 93 percent of your money into Star Wars, Fred? I can't remember. I'm just opening it right now. It was pretty close. I got one other movie that I found for pretty cheap. I think I got it for like seven bucks. I think you're right. Okay. Because I yeah. kept looking. I think I put like 24 or 25% of Star Wars pool into mine. So that should help give me a nice buffer against you. Hopefully it'll be enough <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to survive the onslaught that is Fred here in a couple of weeks. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So I got, yeah, Motherless Brooklyn for $7. Which did what? Eight point five million. Yay! That was that was a yeah, fail. Yeah, I didn't I should think not it was gonna that. do well. Yeah. Well, I I nice. mean I've 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 heard good things about it, and I I know um, I've I've listened to like two interviews Ed Norton's done in the last like two weeks, and that that sounds like it sounds like the concept is really cool, and the book it was based off of sounds like it's really really cool, but I just I'll get to it eventually. Yeah. But you know what? We're talking about something else, though, tonight. We are talking about the rider himself. The one with the flaming skull. The one with the chain. The one with staring to my penance eye. We're talking about Me. Ghost Rider. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's how the students so Adrian, describe me at school. They, they describe they you as the Ghost Rider? Seriously? No. I say that's been pretty cool. <laughs> she does teach at a Catholic school. <laughs> it's possible. So, since we're talking about Ghost Rider, Carrie, why don't you give us a little? I mean, Andrew, why don't you give us a little bit of summary about this movie from 2007? Of course. Um, give me one second. Andrea was unprepared. No, it just closed on me. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I sure. still could. What is she laughing about? This is this is this is terrible, terrible podcasting. Nobody wants to sit here and listen to this dead air of speech. It's not loading. There's no dead air of speech because we're all filling in this dead air. My savior. Andrea, do you want me to help you out? Would you like me to read it for you? No, 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 no. I got this. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, dear. It's right there. I have spoken. (laughs) I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Wait. I'm just You've been saying that for like the last 30 seconds. (laughs) Don't. Don't not. This Okay. This <laughs> We're so, seven minutes in and we've already gone off the rails. When the motorcycle rider Johnny Blaze sells his soul to the devil to save his father's life, he is transformed into the ghost rider, the devil's own bounty hunter, and it's sent to hunt down sinners. Okay, Dracula. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like Dracula. Give me your blood. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh boy. 
this movie, some box office information about this movie. This movie was distributed by Sony Pictures. Runtime of an hour and 54 minutes, rated PG-13. It is a Valentine's movie because it was released on February 14, 2007. And it has a love scene, so it's obviously a Valentine's movie. Obviously. Uh, budget was $110 million. Opening weekend domestic made a whopping $45.3 million. Lifetime domestic made a whopping $115.8 million. It grossed worldwide $228.7 million. Um, Rotten Tomato score gave it 26% out of 140 critic reviews and 48% out of 730 plus audience reviews. So for movie rankings, we have... Uh, for superhero movies, it's ranked number 68th. Uh, for all-time worldwide gross, it is ranked 673. For all-time domestic, it is ranked 585. And I'm pretty sure there's one, if I read between the lines here, like seven people like this movie and Tim is one of them. <laughs> Tim likes this movie? Yes, that's why he wanted to record with us tonight, uh, but unfortunately, with his schedule, uh, he was unable to make it. Right, so he was sick last time, and then, and this time he has to work. Yes. <laughs> no, no. no. We, uh, we understand, we understand. There wasn't, Tim, I looked around for like movie... Tim, if you're listening, I will gladly uh, fire Mike for you, if you need me to. And I will gladly rehire myself. Uh... <laughs> No, I looked for movie competition around this movie, and there really wasn't as far as, like, strong movie competition around it. That that, that should have... I mean, it should have made box office money. Um, I don't know why it didn't. But it did win an award, Fred. <laughs> so it, it, it did win an award. A yoga award. Uh, winner, Nicolas Cage as worst foreign actor. <laughs> Yoga awards? I've never heard of these awards. I don't know what a yoga award is. Well, they won it. That's all we know. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so... Go ahead. Yeah, so for cast and crew... See, I I know the shtick already, so I was was prepared. This is not not a slight against Andrea. This is a slight against Mike, because I knew knew Mike was trying to to get me to, to do something here. Well, her, her notes were already open, right, Andrea? Of course. <laughs> I, my, my, I just broke my finger, so it takes a little bit longer to, to press things. What do you mean you broke your finger? <laughs> Flame Fred. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Oh All right. Anyway, moving on. So, director uh, was Mark Steven Johnson. He also directed Daredevil. Um Actors. And we could see, by the way, we could see, by the way, why he never worked on another Marvel movie because after Daredevil and after Ghost Rider, he Marvel probably said, mm, "We're gonna go a different route." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but the, let's, see, let's the hire this guy yeah, named Kevin Feige. Is, I don't hate either of these movies, so I'm probably a bad. Joke. Daredevil was pretty good. I thought it was good. I liked Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyway, continuing on. Um, actors: Nicolas Cage was Johnny Blaze, aka Ghost Rider. Uh, he's uh, also been uh, Cameron Poe in Con Air, uh, Memphis Reigns in Gone in 60 Seconds, uh, Benjamin Gates in the National Treasure movies, he was Spider-Man Noir in Into the Spider-Verse, and he was the voice of Superman, he finally got to play Superman, boys and girls, in Teen Titans Go to the Movies. That's right. Uh, then we had Donald Log as Mac, 
Uh, he was Quinn in Blade. He was Harvey Bullock on Gotham, and he was King Hork on Vikings. I was trying to picture where he was from, and it was definitely Harvey that really was like, where where do I yeah. recognize his face from? Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, he he was slightly thinner back when he did Ghost Rider too, so that that didn't that and that, and younger and younger and thinner. So I I, I can see where the, you you don't recognize him right off the bat. Um, let's see, uh, Wes Bentley played Blackheart. Uh, he was Seneca Crane in The Hunger Games. And oh, Eric... that's where he's from. And Eric in Mission mm-hmm. Impossible Fallout. Mm-hmm. Um, the late, great uh, Peter Fonda played Mephistopheles. Uh, he was Damian Blade in Wild Hogs. Wyatt in Easy Rider. Roman in Boondock Saints 2. And the chief biker in Cannonball Run. Cool. Eva Ma- Good 80s movie for you. Yeah. Well, a couple she is, of 80s movies. She is the one, the only. Ava Mendez as Roxanne Simpson. I don't like no, her. No, re- no relation. Uh, she was Monica Fuentes in Too Fast, Too Furious, and Sarah in Hitch. Did you say you liked her, Andrea? Nope. You know what, Andrea? Get off my podcast. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She ranks right up there with Natalie Portman for no. me. I'm just saying. She acts like a cardboard. <sighs> <sighs> I don't disagree, Andrea. But Being let's, hot let's only takes you so far. I agree. Thank you. It took her to the money in the bank. <laughs> wow. No, I just... <laughs> oh. Wow. No, it's wow, not. look at the time, guys. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> okay. Oh. And then and then we had Sam Elliott as the caretaker. He was Wade Garrett in Roadhouse. Bo Bennett in The Ranch. He was uh, General Ross in Hulk. So we have seen him before on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he was Brigadier, De- Brigadier General John Buford in Gettysburg and Doug Robert in on Mission Impossible. This is the TV show, Mission Impossible, not the movies. Hmm. Okay. For yeah, all, but say, I, I've young... never seen him in a regular Mission Impossible. I, I, I do see him in the ranch as Bo Bennett. He does a good job on that show. Well, as I said, the, we're talking about Mission Impossible, the series, not the movies, for all you people who were not around much in the 80s. I was not there. I'm sorry, it's okay. I wasn't there either. It's okay. I'm mostly talking to my to, to Fred and myself. And maybe well, I was there in the 80s. I just wasn't coherent in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And then the composer <laughs> was Christopher Young. He did the music for Swordfish, Spider-Man 3, and uh, the 2019 Pet Cemetery. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So a little bit about Ghost Rider for those who don't know about Ghost Rider. He first appeared in Marvel Spotlight number 5 in August 1972. was created by Roy Thomas, Gary Friedrich, and Mike Ploig. Um, it was the first supernatural Ghost Rider as a stunt motorcyclist, Johnny Blaze, who in order to save the life of his father, agreed to give his soul to Satan, later revealed to be the archdemon named Mephisto. At night and when around evil, Blaze finds his flesh consumed by Hellfire, causing his head to become a flaming skull. He rides a fiery motorcycle and wields blasts of hellfire from his body, usually from his skeletal hands. He eventually learns he has been bonded with the demon Zarathos. Blaze was featured on the Ghost Rider series from 1972 to 83. 
The subsequent Ghost Rider series 1990 to 1998 featured Danny Ketch as the new Ghost Rider after his sister was injured by ninja gangsters. Uh, Ketch came into contact with a motorcycle that had somehow been mystically enhanced to contain the essence of a spirit of vengeance. Blaze reappeared in this 1990 series as a supporting character and is later revealed that Danny and his sister were Johnny Blaze's long-lost siblings. In 2000's comics, Blaze briefly again became the Ghost Rider succeeding catch. In, in 2013, Robbie Reyes became Ghost Rider as part of the Marvel Now initiative. And he's also the Ghost Rider that was involved on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, show as well. Although J- Johnny Blaze did kind of make an appearance on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Did he? Yes. But only okay. in his Ghost Rider form. Okay. So, so we can't be sure if it was... You know, who it was playing Johnny Blaze, but it was the Johnny Blaze ghostwriter who did make a do make a brief appearance. I did have a question though. Now, because this since this was distributed by Sony, does anyone know when the rights went back to Marvel for Ghostwriter? Oh no, because if they're if they're if they're doing stuff with Ghostwriter now. Uh, that would mean mm. that would mean that the rights have gone back to Sony at some point, right? Or have gone back to Marvel at some point, right? You would think. Um, unless he's involved in another universe that just got back to. Um. Let's see. Here's a here's an article from Digital Spy. Back in 2013. That said. Um, the movie rights have reverted to Marvel Studios. Columbia Pictures no longer controls the property, hmm. according to inter- according to Entertainment Weekly and um, interview. Um, it just reverted back. Okay. So 2012 was the sequel. Cage says he will not return to the role of Johnny Blaze for a third time. Hmm. Okay. So. Um, but yeah, that was it. So it just reverted back in, I think, 2013. It just, Columbia Pictures lost the rights to it. Okay. So. I'm, gu- I'm guessing due to inactivity, but yeah, that well, the, I was well, curious likely, about yeah. that when I saw... Well, I don't think it was inactivity, the- though. It couldn't have been activity because Spirit of Vengeance came out in 2012, and the rights revert back in 2013. But huh. there was a five-year gap between 2007 and 2012. And maybe, it's, maybe it's because uh, Spirit of Vengeance did so poorly then. <laughs> Probably. Okay. Maybe they surrendered them. Yeah. Please uh, take them. As far, take them back. As, yeah. As far as this movie goes, this is the first time I've seen this, uh, or the third time I've seen this movie. Um, it's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Uh, Carrie, what about you? <laughs> uh, this is my first exposure to Ghost Rider was in um, his appearances on the in, in the nineties Hulk animated series. I mean, I knew basically knew who the character was, but I was never as into it as you know Tim. Uh, I knew the movie was was being worked on, but I never got around to see it until a few years ago, and this is the second time I've seen it. All right, Andrew, how about you? Um, I had seen it before. Um, my little brother, um, he he sometimes gets hyperfixation, like he he focuses in on like. There will be bouts of months where he's like into Lord of the Rings and then bouts of months where he's like into Marvel and 
um, when he was really, really into like the Marvel universe and stuff like that, like he would watch this movie on and on and on and on. Not because he thought it was the the best thing; it was just because it was Marvel. Um, and it was all right. I think that watching it again today, I realized how dark it is, um, and <laughs> how concerning that is. <laughs> and it's um, only PG thir- and it's only PG thirteen. Yeah, but it just felt like it was scarier. Just like the actors and the faces, and it, it was very interesting. Hmm. And Fred, how about you? This is my first time watching it. Um, I wasn't overly impressed by the movie. I won't say it was horrible. Um, I would say it was okay. But, um, yeah, I have no desire to watch it again. <laughs> Aww. Aww. It's okay. Don't worry. We have one more coming up still. There's a Ghost Rider But that's too. in, like, five years from now. Yeah. I did not know say, that. Say what, say what, Andrew? Yeah, it's Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Oh, from 2012. Yeah, so we have a while. Yeah. Uh, it was really tough because they were trying to do this movie, right, Was Marvel was really hitting a high note on their other movies. Yeah. So they they kind of they, you know, by by then once Marvel was really hitting their stride because and that that's when the first Avengers came out, two thousand twelve, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so kind of by the time Marvel was really hitting their stride, um, they shouldn't have even tried to put this movie out because people were already enthralled with what was going on with the MCU. So, all right, so let's talk about um, the the story itself. Let's do it. the pros cons. Let's talk about the characters, the story, the effects. Um, what y'all want to talk about first? Well, Sam Elliott and Peter Fonda just, like, killed it. Always Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott was awesome. Peter Fonda was awesome. Uh, occasionally, Nic- Nicolas Cage's acting wasn't too bad. <laughs> I-, I didn't like his little... Um, his his transformation, his first one where he's like screaming and laughing and screaming and laughing. Can we talk about his transformation right there? That I did not weird. mind it. It was psychotic. I think it was a little over the yeah, top. Yeah, it was a little. Opinion, a little but... Can we just take a moment and ask ourselves why does he get so much hate? Like, he's not the worst. <laughs> Nick, Nick Cage? Why does even Mendez get so much hate? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I it was it, I felt it was very over the top. Well, I I think I think partly, cause, okay, because this is this is a, a, something that's been pretty widely reported. Okay, so Nick Cage had had a bit of uh, spending addiction. I mean, there he had he has a pretty he has or had a pretty extensive comic book collection, and I mean it got and some of it part of it got stolen. And so, like, but there was a point where he was spending so much money that he pretty much had to take certain roles just to make sure he could pay for all of his stuff. So I get a that. Lot, so a lot of the movies he's done in the past, you know, couple of decades have kind of you can't you can kind of tell that some of them have been done strictly for the money <laughs> and and when and i see nicholas tendency to overact 
Yeah, when I see Nicolas Cage on on screen, and if he's not in it, he's overacting, and it totally takes him out or takes me out of the the moment when he's doing that. It doesn't make him a believable character, right? Like, like it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm trying to think of another movie he like really overreacted in. Um, it wasn't the National Treasures. I think he did a good job. I really like National Treasure. I really like The Rock. I really like Con Air. Um, right. I've seen bits and pieces of like 8mm and stuff like that where it's just like, eh. Gone in 60 Seconds wasn't a bad movie. Um, he had some over-the-top acting moments in that one too, Fred, if you've seen yeah. that one. Oh, when definitely. He, when he was yeah. Memphis. But, but yeah, this one kind of really... Um, just I, I I don't know I don't know I, I did like how his choice of alcohol quote unquote is jelly beans <laughs> he just he just manned some jelly beans down that was pretty funny yeah that was pretty good, that was good yeah. I, I think my biggest criticisms for this movie to be honest was more about the the devil the devil's son and his little entourage and how poorly they were how weak. How yes. weak they were, how poorly acted they were, how poorly they were portrayed. And I think that whole thing just set the entire movie up for failure. Yeah. They were they were they were easily beaten. Um it it, it feels like they could have made a trilogy or something more out of it if they wanted to. If they did it right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It was just too many bad guys. And... Maybe maybe have him fight, you know, Blackheart first. In this movie, and then maybe next movie, he fought, you know, the four people, you know, the right. four, you know, whatever elements that he was fighting against. And then the final movie, maybe it's him against um, Mephistopheles or, or Satan or somebody. Yeah. Well, OK. And, and this was this was two years after Constantine and the and I, I, I know, you know, comparing DC to Marvel sometimes doesn't. I mean, DC and Marvel, two different animals, but um, just the portrayal of the devil in Constantine for as little as he was in it versus the portrayal of, you know, the spawn of hell and all the the devil's sons and stuff like that in this wasn't that great. Now, like I said, Peter Fonda was awesome. I I really liked his him as the devil. But his kid, nah. Yeah, and, and to be very clear, I, I liked the scenes that had the devil himself in it, but it was more to do with the uh, his son, mm-hmm. his entourage, and the enacting of the like the powers that they had. Yeah. It there was no struggle and no. At no point was I worried for Nick Cage's character or Ghost Rider to to survive whatever thing it was going to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, there. Speaking of a couple of things that maybe let, let's talk about a couple of things we did like, and then we can go back to some some negative things. Um, drinking coffee straight out of the pot. Let's just. <laughs> I've, 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 heard, I've had Wardies like that. Where the only thing that stopped me from doing that is how freaking hot the coffee is. <laughs> yep. And then I love the way he looks at at his at his partner, and and I can't remember his manager's name now. Hang on, let me look. Uh, uh Mac. When he looks oh, Mac. at Mac, 
yeah, it was, okay, so he, he looks at Mac, and um, Mac says, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the cars out of this jump. And then the helicopters start descending, and he says, he said, what? He said, I took the cars out. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... That- it was a it was a it was a funny moment. Um, those jumps. There was, there was a couple of those jumps were insane. Like, it's pretty cool. They were cool, but they were insane. Like, no human should have been able to. You knew you yeah, knew and, something was up. Yeah, and that's something that I kind of liked was the the jumps and him not being able to die, so he just kept pushing the limit and pushing the limit. Mm-hmm. And I, I liked how that was played out. I thought that was pretty cool. So what would have happened then? Let's let's speculate a little bit. What would have happened if because we know he couldn't die, if if he um if he had made the jump with the helicopters and landed on one of the blades, what do you think would have happened? Movie would be over. We wouldn't have movie to suffer. Would be over. Well, what would have happened is um one of the tires or the motorcycle would be launched out from underneath him, and he would be tossed to the side. He would have survived. Yeah. Or his or his Ghost Rider persona would have come out and protected him. Maybe a little early, yeah, sure. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we do know know that we all know now officially that the contract with the devil is never what it seems. Well, yeah. Just in case anybody didn't know that that's listening I mean, out there right now. I mean he did save his dad from cancer, but that didn't save his dad from dying in a horrible accident. He got one day. Yeah. He got one day. Dude, I would have been ticked too. But well, I mean, I mean, the devil—they they say the devil's in the details for, for a reason, you know. Yep. Andrew, we haven't heard anything from you about what you liked or didn't like about the movie. I know you have loads and pages of notes about how much you enjoyed this movie. So, come tell us your thoughts on this movie. I thought it was poorly acted. I'm I'm just gonna be straight oh. up about it. Um, the scenes with young Johnny Blaze and uh, uh, young um, Roxanne were awful. Um, yeah, I'll I'll give you that. I just I didn't like them. They're very cringy. Um, I I really did like the devil. I liked how he tricked Johnny Blaze. I, I feel like that was pretty well done. Um. I felt like the movie was not very well executed, and I will explain. I don't like movies that do not have kind of like smooth sailing, that they're just putting blocks of exposition down just to... They're trying to put, let's just say squares into circular pegs like you can't you can't do that and i feel like this movie was trying to do that a lot that like oh all of a sudden there's a crime scene and roxanne knows it's about satan like how does she know you know what i mean like it's too um it's too by rote yeah it's not natural it doesn't it didn't flow well for me um do you want to know what some of my favorite scenes were what? Some of my favorite scenes were between um, Johnny Blaze and the Carter Slade, or the the caretaker. Yes. Um, I found that the the caretaker's actor, uh, I f- forget his name. Sam Elliott. Thank you. Um, were so so well done 
Um, and that handoff of the Ghost Rider role from uh, the original to uh, Johnny Blaze, I thought was spectacular. I thought that was done really well. And he gives that send-off, the last ride into the night. Yeah, agreed. I, I, re- I had a vague recollection of that version of Ghost Rider. And I kind of... Well, I remember kind of sort of thinking that he might show up in this movie but I was and I was really happy when when it turned out to be Sam, uh, Sam Elliott's character. Right. Well, did is the is the ghost rider going through the streets and like tearing up cars, burning in the hole in the streets? Is that comic book accurate? Does anybody know? Mm, not not that I'm aware. Of. I don't know. I I really I really like for as cheesy as it was, I really liked the whole shot of him going up the building uh, with and all any of the effects with the chains, I thought I was just like, okay, uh, I I know this probably isn't the best placement for this, but it was fun. It was good. Yeah. It was good. I, I enjoyed that. I, I I didn't like the way that his motorcycle just like torched every street and blew up every car as it right. went down. Because I I just I don't I don't. I don't know. I, I would, you would think it'd be more control over than that, because no other iteration of Ghost Rider, like even with Robbie Reyes, do we ever see that happening? Well, I mean, he was brand new to his powers, so I will give him. I will get kind of a bit of slack, but yeah. Mm. I did like the pennant stare effects. Yeah, me too. Um, that was pretty good. I did, like you said, I liked the chain effects where he was flinging the chain around. That was really good. I enjoyed seeing that. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of another scene. I liked his apartment. I know that was really weird. I liked the way his apartment's laid out. That was pretty cool. So, anything else from you guys? Um, I like a lot of the effects of like the the bad guys like the one that was um turning into the the mist or like, the water mist or whatever mm-hmm. i thought that turned out pretty good um i didn't like all the the big fire scenes i didn't think that was a big hit but big fire um, all... scenes what do you mean so like the the devilish scenes okay yeah if you know what i'm saying i'm talking about like the um, pennant stare things where he's looking at the guys yeah i thought all that was okay um and i thought all the the effects with, you know, transitioning to uh, Ghost Rider from Johnny Blaze was was pretty well done. So, for the most part, I, I like the effects, just not the, the the scenes that had like flame across the entire thing, where it was kind of like. I I really like the effects from when Blackheart would touch people and you would just see the life drain out of them. That that was a very right. cool effect, especially especially the way that you know with. You know, Eva Mendez's character, they would only go about halfway and then come back. And yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I I also liked that as the movie progressed, the transition into Ghost Rider became a little smoother, not quite as yeah. over the top as the first time around with all the screaming. I, I liked yeah. that, that there was some progression there. Even okay. though I think this only takes place over like two or three days. I really like the the motorcycles. Um, I thought yeah. all of them were fantastic. Uh, the Ghost Rider motorcycle I thought was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I would really like to take that for a ride. <laughs> I actually, one of the scenes that I, that I really enjoyed was the uh, prison scene when he's in, in, in the cell and everybody's trying to gang up on him. Uh, I, I, when he was tripping? Yeah, I, I like that scene. It was fun. He's like, you, you really don't want me in here. I really don't need to be in here. Yep. You need to let me out of here. And, and he, he points to the one kid. You're innocent. innocent. <laughs> and he gets like everybody else. Oh... Unfortunately, though, I think that that may have laid like everybody would have known. Oh, he must be somebody weird, or the Ghostwriter we're looking for, because huh. he did it in prison. But yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool scene. I did like how it got smoother. I did like the way the motorcycle transformed. Um, I thought that was those were pretty good effects. I like um, I like the Terminator um, callback with the you know give me your jacket. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was yep. kind of fun. It was good. I always thought the go- I always thought though. Okay, I must say I always thought looking at him, like the neck and the head. I know it's just bone, but I almost thought it was. Um, it almost his shoulders seemed like really big, and he had like a small head inside the jacket. Like the jacket and the body was like not skeleton. It was just his shoulders. I mean, just I his think head it's and stuff. to fit the amount of like fire he has. So it looked yeah, a but bit it was there. Right, it just it looked a little. Anyways, but I thought it was good. I mean, I, I again, I, I thought Robbie Reyes in Agents of Shield was a lot better. Agreed. So. Anyways, anybody else got anything else before we head into some plot holes and some goofs? Um, I'm good. I think that's pretty much it. All right, Andrea, do you have the document loaded up this time? Are you ready for <laughs> the plot holes in this one? Go for it. I'm always ready, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a character error. During one of the stunts, a character is knocked out hitting the fence. The crew immediately removed his, removes his helmet. Uh, you should never remove the helmet of an unconscious biker unless that there are problems with their airway. You know sure. what's interesting? When I saw this with Fred, I told him that is not good for the person. Um, my dad actually he um, he was in a plaza in Venezuela, and this guy got this motorcyclist um, hit a car, and it looked pretty pretty bad the guy got up he he tried to shake it off the moment he took off his helmet he collapsed to the ground wow and that he died like that was the most terrifying thing my dad has ever experienced and um there was one time in florida we we're going past an accident. It was a motorcycle accident. And like my dad, because of the sheer panic that he had felt when he saw that first encounter, he rolled down the windows and begged the paramedics not to remove his helmet. Um, it, it was super interesting. So uh, when I saw this, I knew that it was very problematic. So if you ever get into an accident and you're riding with a helmet, do not take it off. Yeah. Um, so in the end, when Blaze Rider uh, burns the souls of Blackheart, um, while they show what Blackheart has seen, uh, you can hear what he says in the middle of all the chaos. Um, 
the thing that he says is oh my god which is pretty interesting <laughs> considering that yeah. this is you know the devil's son yeah that's pretty interesting. yeah and considering that he said he had no soul to well no because they put they he, he absorbed, absorbed all, all those souls which is how yeah. ghost rider could defeat him but yeah right <laughs> it, it almost by the way that scene almost reminded me of when we watched blade and all those souls that he killed of all those vampires came into him and he became mm-hmm. the uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so that's that's immediately what I thought about when those souls were flying around him and going into him crazy crazy alright continuity when Johnny is cut by the punk purse snatcher's knife and he has to be sewn up by the caretaker his leather jacket never shows any place where the knife enters Hmm. Um, That's interesting. I never realized that, but there was one moment where Fred was like, "We're all his wounds." <laughs> um, yep. So I thought that was fun. Yeah, that one's coming up. You'll see it. Oh, when the bird's eye camera moves through the city and at several other points in the movie, the cars are on the opposite sides of the road. While the movie is set in America, the film was shot in Melbourne, Australia. Wow. Oh, so the streets would be differently. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. When Blaze steps on his bike and says, let's ride, he turns into Ghost Rider, and you can see his skeletal hands on fire, no gloves. In the very next shot, as Blaze and Slade are riding through the desert, Blaze suddenly has gloves on. Well, he could have put them on while he was driving. This is true. I mean, the bike bike could have drove itself, and he could have just, like, put his gloves on as the bike was driving. Right. After getting his shoulder sewn up, Johnny goes home and looks in a mirror. When he turns, there is no wound that is stitched up. Okay, this one doesn't bother me as much because I just assume that that's that the healing is part of his repertoire. So eventually, his body's gonna his body's gonna heal quicker than 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 the average man. That's just what I assume. By the way, did you guys recognize the uh, the girl who's getting mugged in the alley? Yeah. No. That was Rebel Wilson. She's the girl from Pitch Perfect. Yep. Oh, okay. Like, check that out. Is that, is that why she got mugged? Maybe. <laughs> oh. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen the, I haven't Too seen soon? any of the Pitch Perfect movies, but I was like, she's oh, she's familiar. Okay, I know who she is now. <laughs> yes. Um. So before the big jump, Johnny drinks out of a coffee pot spilling coffee on the front of his jacket. In the next shot, there is no coffee on the jacket. That's a magical jacket, I tell ya. It is. It's, it's like... a good jacket. It's a really good jacket. Yeah, maybe we should all buy those jackets for Christmas. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, I do not have jacket. That, that, that's what I want, all Andrew. Right. When you buy me something for Christmas, that's what I want. Oh, I will I don't surely have that kind of money, sorry. Me, don't you worry. Dang it. Alright. So, errors in geography, the skyline of the city is not of any city in the United States, but of Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Because that's where they filmed it. Yes. Yes. Factual errors. Six Black Hawk helicopters cannot fit into a 300 feet span. Each one has a wingspan of 54 feet, allowing for absolutely zero space in between their rotors. That would total 324 feet. However, an actual goalpost to goalpost jump would be 360 feet. So they would narrowly fit. Wow. I was thinking about that. That is way too, too close for helicopters to be flying around. Yeah. 
Hey, those are some good pilots. Yeah. No yeah. Uh, Blaze's touchdown jump is repeatedly referred to as the uh, 300-foot jump, as a goal-post-to-goal-post -goal -post jump. It would have been 360 feet. Hmm. Which also um, explains why the why all the um, helicopters can fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when Ghost Rider is walking towards rocks and after riding down the skyscraper, <laughs> she is clearly in the line of fire from the cops behind her. <laughs> they are later seen shooting fritly without hitting her. Oh, that's... Lovely. She should have just gotten shot. Dang! Wow. <laughs> Put her out of her misery. Behind the scenes, <laughs> Nicholas's ca Nicholas Cage's computer-generated skull was made from a three-dimensional x-ray taken of his actual skull. Uh, according to an interview he gave with, gave with New York Times in 2010, this movie was made during the middle of Wes Bentley's decade-long, extremely serious addiction to cocaine and heroin. He said in an interview that he only accepted any movie roles during that time so that he would have enough money to buy drugs. Wow. Wow. Uh, writer and director Mark Steven Johnson put forward his own money to make an action sequence in which Ghost Rider battles a helicopter. Wow. To create the Ghost Rider's voice, sound designer Dane A. Davis recorded all of Nicolas Cage's lines as the Ghost Rider and then filtered them through three different kinds of animal growls, played backwards, covered three separate frequencies, then played them through a mechanical volumizer before finally giving them a fiery crackle. Writer and director Steven Johnson compared it to a deep, demonic, mechanical lion's roar, and he said, one thing is for sure, his voice will shake the theater. No kidding. <laughs> Uh, Nicholas Cage is an avid comics fan as Carrie said earlier he took his stage surname Cage from a character Luke Cage his son is named Kal-El Superman's Kryptonian name he was previously considered to play Green, Green Goblin in Spider-Man 2 and Superman in the Tim Burton's aborted film project but Ghost Rider is Cage's first role based on a comic character apparently he's a huge uh, a huge Ghost Rider fan too yeah uh, continuing a trend in Marvel Comics adaptations, this film features foes imported from other series. Blackheart debuted in Daredevil and Mephisto in Soul Surfer. Silver Surfer. Um, Silver Surfer. Uh, the shotgun used in the movie is a Model 1887 Winchester lever action shotgun. Uh, casting. Uh, just one bit of the casting. Johnny Depp and Eric Banner were in contention to play the role of Johnny Blaze or Ghost Rider. Oh, no. Please. I cannot see Johnny Depp. I could almost see Eric Bana. Yeah. But if if not for if not for Hulk, like like that that might have worked. So we have a new section on our podcast called because apparently we had some good feedback about it called Rotten Tomatoes Says. So oh, these yeah. are the absolute horrific Rotten Tomatoes scores <laughs> or what critics have said about it. So we given Carrie first dibs at what does Rotten Tomatoes say, Carrie? Well, Rotten Tomatoes says about this movie, mainly the movie's about riding a bike at the speed of sound while your head is burning. They can do anything these days, which isn't quite the same as saying that they should do anything these days. <laughs> Clearly, they don't know... Marvel. <laughs> Thank you to that critic. Clearly they don't. Oh. Alright, let's see. So we're going to rate this movie, and we're going to let Andrea go first, because we know Andrea absolutely loves this movie. So, 
one out of ten jelly bean martinis. <laughs> Carrie, I mean Andrea, how many jelly bean martinis do you give this movie? I'll be honest, like we've seen crappier movies. Yes. This is not the worst. Um, this movie is watchable. It's not my first movie go-to, but if I just want to put something on and just, like, clean while I'm watching, it, it's that type of movie. Yeah. Um, so I'll give it a 5 out of a 10 jelly bean martinis. One point because it's jelly bean martinis. Sweet. Fred, what you got? I agree with Andrea completely, wholeheartedly, but five's too much. I'm going to give it a 4.9 <laughs> jelly bean martinis. 4.9. I love it. So, Carrie, that means it's all up to you. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to give it a five jelly martinis and watch my blood sugar spike way the hell up. Uh, and I myself am also going to give it five out of ten jelly bean martinis. So we all kind of came along until Fred had to be the different person in the group good job he just has to go against me like that's it that's exactly that's exactly, that's exactly what, what it is i said i agreed with you i love it i love it until <laughs> but so here's the deal for kate chronicles everybody we're going to record a um an, an episode that's going to be a Christmas special here in a few weeks that we're going to be giving to you guys that for the movie that won the survey, and we'll let you guys know soon enough what that movie is for sure when we when we put it out there. Um, so that's going to be our next movie. It's going to be a Christmas special, um, and then we're going to take a break for a couple weeks <clears throat> because of the holidays. But we'll be back in January of 2020, and we're starting things off with Spider-Man 3 from 2007. So, we're setting the bar low, right? We're setting the bar real low <laughs> for 2020. Because the movie after that is Fantastic you know, I was Four feeling, I was feeling so optimistic about 2020, and it's just going to start terrible. Well, we have the Fantastic Four 2 Rise of the Silver Surfer, the next movie after yeah, that. Yeah, we're, t- we're, we're continuing. Oh, yeah, it's just going to continue better and better. Give me a left. Give me a right. But you know, the left again. I will have to say that we will be getting into Iron Man within the first few months of next year. The first Iron Man. Well, that's true because we are we are coming up on 2007 as far as movies go. That's right. We're awesome. coming. To, we're so I'm looking forward to that because that's going to be 2008. I think is when Iron Man came out. Yeah. So we're looking for. I'm looking forward to that one. All right. But in closing, Fred, why don't you lead us out here? We want to hear from you. What did you think about tonight's episode? Did you like um, what we had to say about Ghost Rider? Do you have any other opinions? Uh, we would love to hear it. Uh, send us an email at capechronicles at randomchatter.com or reach us out on Twitter at randomchatter or at capechronicles. Um, again, you can find all of our shows at randomchatter.com. Uh, please spread the word about us. Uh, leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. And if you leave us a review, we will read it on air. Uh, last but not least, the music you hear in this podcast is High Roller Mojo by Blue Stelly and As Silly As This Sentence Sounds. All trademarks are owned by the respective owners. Let's ride. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> I have spoken. Vroom, vroom. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. All right. Peace out, guys. Yo, baby. Yo, <laughs> baby.